This podcast was recorded live at Petri Wine Studios in beautiful Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to this week's edition of Panel Riot. We are continuing our theme from the previous episode, and we're answering questions. Your questions. Well, probably your questions. They could be someone else's questions, um, but anyway, you get the point. Uh, Stan, theme song? All right, folks. Thanks, Stan. Stan, that was that was great work. Stan is actually uh, working remotely today. Uh, we're doing a shared screen thing, and um, it's you know it's something we're trying out. It's something we're trying out. He's a little shy. He's camera shy specifically, and we're we're actually broadcasting this on Instagram Live right now. So um, if you uh, if you don't follow us on Instagram, you should. We're Panel Riot on Instagram. Uh, go and check us out. It's um, it's good stuff. It's a lot of fun. And uh, you can see me just kind of swaying back and forth with my messed up hair recording a podcast. Folks, uh, we're answering questions. Wait, you know, before we get into that, I do want to take a quick moment to mention something. So um, this past weekend or this coming weekend, depending on who you ask, um, is the three-year anniversary of Panel Riot. I've been doing this show, admittedly off and on, for three years now i absolutely cannot believe that it's nuts it's it's totally bonkers and fantastic and um it's been a blast and anytime i walk away from the show anytime i put it down or or i forget to um forget to record or, or any of that stuff like that what brings me back is um the my love of creation you know, content creation, things like that, and and you, the listener, the person out there listening to the show, um, it just, I, I really, I really, really appreciated it. It, it means so much to me, um, and it's here we are, three years, and uh, it's it's still going. So thank you for that. Thank you, thank you so much. And um, and to that end, a lot of uh, a lot of my listeners uh, are tweeting at me right now, tweeting questions. Um, it's magnificent. There's a whole bunch of them, and uh, I was gonna I was gonna just wait for the third segment to do like a Twitter segment, but it might be the the second and third. But stick around because we've got a lot of questions. This might actually end up being a two a two parter, I guess a three parter because the na- the title of this one is part two, um, because we did one before and now it's part three. You get the point. Um, anyway, so uh, let's get started. Let's dive right into uh, to some of these questions here. So first up, whose side are you on, Team Cap or Team Iron Man? Well, I mean, that's a good question. Like, are you talking about Civil War? Because, I mean, there's not a lot of specifics there. Are you talking about, like, volleyball? Because if it's volleyball, I'm going to have to say they're not going to pick me. I, I'm 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 not. I mean, I'm I might be passable at volleyball. I haven't played in a very long time. But the fact of the matter is, like Iron Man, he's gonna have all kinds of enhancements in his suit, and Captain America is you know a super soldier, so he's gonna hit that volleyball super super well. So 
I guess the side that I'm on is the literal side, and I just kind of sit there and cheer for people as they um, hit volleyballs. The literal side. I hope that answers your question. Next up, um, superhero names for a woman who has fire powers. Well, I mean, that's that's a great question. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like, uh, you know, you could go a more typical route with, you know, the super stereotypical stuff like what, like Fiorella or Berndregard or something like that. But I, I don't think, you know, she necessarily has to be defined in her name by the fact that she's a woman. I mean, she could be the Human Torch or she could be the other Human Torch or she could be the third Human Torch. I don't, I don't really have any other ideas. So I, I guess she's another Human Torch. Next up, who came first, Marver or DC? Um, I guess I'm going to say DC because Marver doesn't exist. Um, well, let's look it up. Let's look it up. Okay, let's get into our Google here, Google machine. Um, all right, let's see what comes up. Marver. Marver. All right. Mar a marver is a tool used in glass blowing. It is generally made of polished steel, brass, and or graphite surface attached to a metal or wooden table. Huh. Um. Okay. All right. Well, now we got to do a little bit of research here. So, um, DC Comics was founded in 1934, as everybody knows. Um, when was the marver invented? When was it invented? Uh, oh, from the French Mabra or Marble. Marble. I'm sorry, I can't talk, especially in with accents. Marver glass blowing. Oh, oh hang on. It's riveting. I know it is. Okay. Um, let's see. Well, glass blowing was invented in 50 BC. Um, uh, techniques invented by the Phoenicians, Palestinian coast, ancient historian Pliny suggests shipwrecks. Well, everybody knows you don't trust Pliny, so let's let's go with let's go with 50 BC. Okay, just for just for fun, because that's so much before. Uh, what did I say? 1939, 1934. 1934. That is so incredibly before 1934, so that even if there's a huge margin of error, um, the Marver still did come first. So there's your answer. The Marver. I hope you enjoy your glass blowing and comic books. Next up, a good slice of life anime for me to watch. I'm sorry, anime. Anime for me to watch. Um... I'm going to go with One Punch Man because all he wants to do is like chill and live his life. He's always, you know, buying uh uh groceries and stuff and he keeps getting in getting getting interrupted by insane crazy monsters constantly. Always monsters, always giant monsters that he kills very quickly. But at one point he was very upset because a monster made him late for a sale at his local grocery store and if that's not a slice of life, I don't know what is. Give me a superhero name. Just to, like, have. Just for fun. 
just for like like you're gonna write it down and then put it on your wall and like this is the superhero name that Panel Riot gave me. Um <laughs> the Instagram chat room is rowdy, folks. Um <laughs> uh superhero name. Okay, uh amazing lad. There you go. Write that down, carve it in your wall, that's your name now. And I swear to God, if you don't actually go through with this. I gave you this name. You asked for it. You said, give me a superhero name. If you don't go through with this, if you don't legally change your name to Splendid Lad or whatever it was that I said, you have a reverse. You have a rewind. If you don't do that, I'll be, I don't know, I'll be very upset. Next up, um, who is your favorite top 10 voice actors? Um, that is uh, that's a tough one um, because there are many many voice actors that I really do enjoy we are still getting questions I'm seeing them roll in as I'm recording this uh, it's going to be a big episode um, okay favorite top 10 voice actors I'm going to say um, the guy who did um, Lex Luthor in um, the the Batman series, and um, I'm gonna say the guy who does the voice of Zoidberg in um, in the Batman series, and uh, the guy who does the voice of Samurai Jack in Samurai Jack, and the guy who does the voice of um Green Lantern in um Justice League how many is that is that 10 no that's like 5 um and i like the guy who does um the voice of Pinky from Pinky and the Brain and i like the guy who does the voice of um Zat Brannigan from Futurama and I I like the guy who does the voice of um, Wacko in that uh, Animaniacs movie, Wacko's Wish, but just the burping parts. I really like him. Um, I like the guy who did the voice for Balto in Balto 2, Wolf's Quest. That, that one. Boy, was he good. Um, who else do I like? Uh, I like the guy who does the voice of Doug in Doug. I've never seen Doug. I'm just kidding. I haven't seen Doug. And, uh, this is, this is ridiculous. Of course, um, I just listed the same three people, I think, but, um, there are so many absolutely talented voice actors out there. Um, Billy West, John DiMaggio, Phil Lamar, Maurice LaMarche. Um, they're all tremendous and many, many more that I can't think of right now because you know what? I do the show on the fly. Very little research. Um, very little research. Very, very little. Um, so yeah, hope that helps. Next question, uh, is, Moana and Anna. Oh, this is hard. Um, is Moana a anime? 
Ever since I saw it in theaters, I've been wondering, is Moana a anime? Uh, I think no. Let's go with no. I think no. Uh, next up, how many alpha... How many alphabets in English? Just... Just the one. I don't, I don't know if I totally understand the question, but I think... Just just the one. Okay, next up. Uh, what kind of Batman gadgets would you like to take and why? Well, straight off the bat, I'm going to say Alfred. I don't know if Alfred counts as a Batman gadget, but he's a great one. He's super handy, super useful. I don't think you know Batman has gotten much more use out of any of his gadgets um, than he has out of Alfred. So right off the bat, definitely Alfred. Um, what's the one, um, the one Batman gadget that allows him to uh, hone his body to like a diamond edge and um, fight crime unceasingly forever, and just the thing that that drives him being an orphan? Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and pass on that one. Um, that's not a not a gadget I'm interested in. Uh, next up, could the Hulk pull two phone books apart? What? <laughs> oh, that thing where they intertwine like the leaves. I'm doing this with my hands, um, intertwining my fingers for the benefit of the people on Instagram. <laughs> um, could the Hulk? Could the yes? Uh, I mean, well, here's the thing with the Hulk. Like his his strength grows exponentially as he um gets angrier like the angrier he gets the stronger he gets so i mean as long as the phone books were just real dicks then yeah he could totally pull them apart next up how does batman move so fast well he doesn't um he moves at normal speed which is you know i mean granted it's fast for a people but you know there's a lot of training involved i'm sure but no he just moves at normal speed any anytime he needs to go faster he gets in his you know um his bat bat glider or his bat plane or his bat boat or his bat mobile or his bat teleporter or his bat swimsuit if he wants to go swimming or his bat apron if he um you know wants to give alfred the night off and have a little cook sesh or his Alfred, if he just wants to ride around a broken old man. <laughs> Folks, we'll be right back uh, with a quick word from our sponsors and, uh, and then back with more Piano Riot. Please stick around. Thanks. Podcasts. You like podcasts. How do I know this? How do I know this? I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you like that masked magician on that Fox show. I'm going to go ahead and tell you my secrets, man. You're listening to one right now. Mm, boom. Nailed it. Nailed it. You like podcasts. Well, folks, I got podcasts for you. I got podcasts out the wazoo. Where can you find these podcasts? Where can you find a wazoo full of podcasts? Sorgatron Media. That's right, folks. Sorgatronmedia.com, the producers of the highest quality podcasts anywhere on the internet. Folks, they help bring you Panel Riot each and every week. And that's not all. That's not all. 
they also bring you such excellent, excellent podcasts as AwesomeCast. AwesomeCast Tech Talk, talking about news, talking about information. Awesome Chat, where we interview those who talk about tech and news and all of that stuff. You've got the Indie Mayhem Show, the Midweek War, the Raw Wrap-Up, and folks, the one that started it all, the Wrestling Mayhem Show. If you like wrestling of any shape, size, form, function, whatever, if, if, if it's got wrestling in the name, they are talking about it. And they are probably talking about it as soon as it happens. Go and check them out. Head on over to sorgatronmedia.com and just just enjoy. Just put on your headphones and then lay down and uh, take a couple relax pills and just just have a good old time. Just have a good old listen time. Sorgatronmedia.com. Thank you, Stan. You you just dropped that commercial right in there. Good work. And thank you to our wonderful sponsor, whoever it is. I'm glad you listened to the commercial because they love you and I love you. Sorry it has to come out like this, but here we are. Folks, we're answering questions and boy, do we have a lot of them. All right. So uh, let's, let's, let's dip in. Let's dip our toe. Let's dip our toe into our Twitter questions. Okay. We have a ton of them and it's magnificent. Thank you so much for all these Twitter questions. Um, and <laughs> sorry, I just read one of them. Uh, let's start with that one. It's not really a question. It's at, it's it's from at Tezik, um, who is uh, one of our one of our Patreon sponsors alongside um, at Mare Bear Doodles. Um, you know them well, especially if you listen to the show. So uh, what he said was, "Hey, on Instagram, you are just a head and a tall wall." Well. I, I, it's it's surprising news, but it's been an illusion the whole time. I am just a head and a tall wall ever since we met in college, and I've just been throwing up smoke screens ever since. You got me. Instagram saw right through me. Sorry, Zeke, um, for the deception. Um, another one from at to Zeke is, uh, I just got Marvel Unlimited. What story do I absolutely have to read? That is a hell of a question. It really is. Because um, I, I love Marvel Unlimited. There's so many good stories, so many story arcs. Their library is so big. It's so rich. Um, I want to recommend Vision, the most recent Vision series, although I'm pretty sure you may have already read that. It's weird. It's great. It's emotional. It's, it's fantastic. It's unlike any comic, really, that I've read from uh, from... Marvel before, so go and check that out. I also want to recommend Warren Ellis's run on Moon Moon Knight. Uh, it's also very strange. The art is fantastic. It's I think it's only five issues, and each one is a separate story, but they're all just great. So um, so check out uh, Moon Knight by Warren Ellis. Um, if you're looking for larger story arcs, um, I have a soft spot for the X Men. So um, check out Schism, and then check out the Uncanny X-Men series afterwards. Um, it's the one where Cyclops gets a bit more forceful. This is, you know, pre-terrorist days, but he forms a team with um, Emma Frost and Namor and Storm. I think Beast is on the team as well. Um, Colossus, this is when Colossus was the Avatar of the Juggernaut. Magic was part of the team. So uh, really... Um, 
that it, it's a lot of fun. The art is is very very good, and uh, there's a lot of Doctor Sinister stuff, which is usually a good time. So so go and check that out on Marvel Unlimited, and that should keep you busy for a little while. Um, if not, if you want more, the Avengers versus X Men series that happened recently is also really interesting. Um, they tried something very different. Normally, they put one creative team on the main book of an arc like that, but instead they put a different creative team on each issue of the main book, and it's it's a very it's a very uh, fascinating result. It's a you know. I think it's called the exquisite corpse or something like that, where one person writes one section and then another person writes the next section and, and so on and so forth. So go and check that out. Um, if you're in the mood for some hot X-Men action, um, next up, we have a question from mad Mike at mad Mike four, eight, eight, three, go and check him out. Follow him. He is a wonderful friend of the show, uh, emails us frequently. And he asks, who would win in a game of giant Jenga, Magneto or the Doctor? Um, well, there's more that I need to know. First off, giant game of Jenga, right? Is it metal pieces? If it is, yes, Magneto's got it on lock. If it's not, if it's just wood pieces, um, well, you know, the Doctor's going to have problems because the sonic screwdriver doesn't work on wood unless they've changed that. I'm a almost the whole doctor behind. Um, but otherwise, I guess he could um, kind of like really accurately pilot the TARDIS to move pieces around, maybe? I don't really know. I guess Magneto could just make a huge hand out of metal. Magneto, I'm going to go ahead and say, say Magneto in either scenario. It doesn't really matter what the pieces are made out of. Magneto is the one who is going to win in that scenario. Um Next up. Uh, next up is from Tregar at T R E Y G A R. Uh, Tregar is uh, another friend of the show, friend of the Wrestling Mayhem show, and friend of Sorgatron Media. And uh, he also responded to the call, and we greatly appreciate that. Thank you, Tregar. Um, he says, My top comics right now are Descender, Low, and The Beauty. Are the folks at Panel Riot checking out any of those? I love Descender. I absolutely love it. It's um, it's an incredible comic, and the fact of the matter is, I don't necessarily buy them because I've got a friend who does, and um, I need to get caught up on those. Uh, but Descender is a wonderful, awesome, excellent comic book. Low is another one. What little I've read of Low, I really enjoyed, and I want to get back to it. But I just haven't had the uh, the opportunity to read more than a couple of issues. So that one is also on my list. The Beauty. Don't know it. Don't know it. Never heard of it. But I've got something new on my list now. So thank you, Tregar. I will be checking out the beauty in the near future. Next up, another question from at Tezik. At Tezik. He asks, how do I Instagram? Um, well, uh, generally... When when you Instagram, um, you you take like take a picture of food or of yourself um, or of like a thing you bought, and you put it on on actual Instagram, um, or you do like a short like a video like I'm doing right now. Um, uh, you have to download the app to your phone smart device. It, there is you know you can look at it on the desktop. But I don't think you can upload pictures, as far as I know. Um, 
but that's how maybe he's asking how do how do I Instagram as in him specifically how does Zeke Instagram and I, I'll tell you how Zeke Instagram Zeke Instagrams um, by uh, having Mare log on with her account and then I think they're all watching <laughs> so he doesn't have to make a an Instagram account so that's my best guess Zeke as to how you specifically uh, Instagram next up is uh, TJ question from TJ Patreon supporter producer TJ at T-E-E-S-Q-U-A-R-3. That's right, folks. You're familiar with it. You love it. You love the TJ. Who doesn't? Um, TJ sent in a bevy of questions. And uh, the first one that we're going to answer here is, ever love a comic that maybe had incredible writing or but terrible art or vice versa? Yes, yes, yes. A specific comic comes to mind, and it is um, a few issues of uncanny x-force now this is when wolverine was leading the team and they were uh, like a uh like a, a black ops team that after they broke ties with cyclops and cyclops was like don't do this anymore and ha, zeke has confirmed my instagram theory um cyclops was like don't do this anymore and they're like well, we're gonna do it anyway um it's it was awesome art, incredible writing, really really enjoyable. And then at one point, they let this artist take over, who just it, like everybody's head was always cocked to the side. I, I it's really hard to describe. The art was just terrible, 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 terrible. I ended up skipping you know multiple issues because I just could not read the art. But that being said, Zeke, uh, Marvel Unlimited, go and check out Uncanny X Force. Um, it's it's great. It's when um, you know, they, they had Deadpool on the team, and um, you got a lot of stuff with Archangel and Psylocke and Apocalypse. It's great. Um, I think it might have been actually Rick Remender that was writing that. So, Remender? I'm sorry. Um, but either way, go and check that out. So, yeah, that's, that's my answer for that. Um, vice versa, incredible writing but terrible art. I mean, incredible art but terrible writing. Yeah, a lot of Superman. <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. A lot of Superman. Um, next up, another question from Tragar. Uh, most underrated X-Men. For me, it's a tie between Dazzler and Thunderbird. Okay, all right. I can get into that. So um, I will agree with you to a certain degree about Dazzler. I feel like um, people really want to give her story arcs and don't really get the opportunity. I was recently reading a... a a-Force. I was getting caught up on A-Force on Marvel Unlimited, and she had a great character arc in that. She was a, you know, a fantastic character, um, but they didn't really, they don't really do much with her, so I'll agree with you on Dazzler. Um, aside from that, underrated X-Men, I always really liked Dr. Nemesis. He was, um, he was an interesting, interesting little guy uh, in a lot of different ways, and then they put him in, like, Cable and the X-Men or some Cable series that was miserable, totally changed his his character and his look. I really liked him. Beast, I've always been a big fan of Beast. I feel like there's a lot there, um, that uh, a lot of potential there. And that's it. I'm just going to list those two. I don't think Phantom X counts as, a, uh, as an X-Man, so I'm not going to mention him twice. Uh, how are we doing on time? We're good on time. All right, so next up... Um, uh, question from Mayor Bear Doodles: Is there a new indie comic you're really enjoying, or one that you're looking forward to? Um, 
That is, that's not re- sort of? You know what? Hang on. Yes, I know there is one that I just picked up recently, and it's amazing how your mind goes blank when you're recording something, you know what I'm saying? When you need that information, top of your mind, aha, here it is. And I don't know if this totally counts as an indie comic, but I'm counting it because it's not Marvel or DC, it's IDW. And it's Star Trek The Next Generation Mirror Broken. It's great for me as a Trekkie. Um, I love Star Trek The Next Generation. I've been watching, rewatching DS9. And um, basically what this does is, uh, if you're not familiar with Star Trek, there's the, um, the mirror universe, they call it. And it was made famous in the original series by they went through and Spock had a mustache or Spock had a beard. Um, and he looked evil and he was evil Spock and whatever. And the episode was called Mirror Mirror, right? It was this alternate universe. It was an idea that they revisited a lot in DS9, but not in Next Gen at all. And this comic is the next-gen characters in the Mirror Universe. And it's only two issues in so far, and I love it. It's so much fun. Um, Like, it's a more militant federation. Everybody is really violent and jacked. Like, the standard Starfleet uniform doesn't have sleeves, and Picard has big, giant muscles. It's, it's, It's really just a good time. So um, if you're a fan of Star Trek, if you're a fan of weird stuff, go and check that out. Uh, that's my recommendation to you. Thank you, Mayor Bear Doodles, for your, uh, for your question about indie comics. And uh, I know there's probably new and more and better ones out there that I don't know about, um, but that's where you guys come in. Send me an email, panelriot at gmail.com, and let me know. With that, folks, we're going to take another quick break, another word from another one of our Wonderful sponsors, and we'll be right back with more Panel Riot. Stick around. Listen, let's have a conversation, you and I, about space. Space is uh, terrifying, uh, and it's also you know, really interesting. You know, there's some there's some fun stuff out there. Um, specifically, the Empathy Drive. Uh, the Empathy Drive is a web comic by uh, by Zeke. Um, you know, uh, artist, creator, owner of uh, Soul Sworn, which you know and love. And, uh, and he's back with a brand new creation, new sci-fi creation. And um, so the general idea is that uh, humans have gone out into space and they're colonizing and they have um, invented this new, basically, miracle technology that lets them talk to stars and, um, you know, uh, speed up evolution and all of this stuff. And it's, it's, it's the opposite of the Prime Directive. You know what I mean? The Prime Directive is do not interfere with, um, with the natural progression of races um, and cultures and all that. And this is the opposite. Just humans went out and meddled with every single thing they could find, right? And, um, and they go deeper and deeper into space, and then they find something they don't like. And they can't handle it. So they leave. Immediately. Retreat completely back to Earth. Um, leaving just chaos in their wake. All these, all these uh, civilizations that weren't supposed to be civilizations for for years and years and years. Um, and 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 this is the story of what happens after that, after the withdrawal, after they all return to Earth, throw up the shields, and totally isolate themselves. And it's funny, and the art is fantastic, and there are animations which just enhance an already fantastic comic. So go and check it out at your earliest convenience. 
uh, empathydrive.com and uh, and enjoy. Just just have a good old time. Read through the archives and uh, and subscribe for new episodes. Enjoy. And we're back. We're back, folks. You know, one of these days, one of these days, I want to get real close to the microphone and I want to record a whole episode like it's an NPR episode, just like this. Very relaxing, reporting about things, talking about jazz music, and everyone's nice and relaxed. But that's not this week. This week, folks, we're answering your questions, and here are more of them. They have been rolling in on Twitter, and uh, and let's get to them. So first up, we're gonna we're gonna take a question. Uh, it is technically from Mare Bear Doodles, but I do believe it is actually from uh, her son, um, her and at Tezik's son. Thaddeus, uh, what is your favorite Minecraft mob? Well, that is an excellent, excellent question. Personally, my favorite Minecraft mob is a toss-up between the polar bear and the endermite. Because the fact of the matter is, the polar bears are adorable, especially the little babies. But the endermite? Man, that's just so much fun to say. Love to say endermite. Endermite, endermite, endermite. It's a blast. So, I hope that answers your question, and I hope that you agree um, with uh, that and you know even if you don't it's my favorite my favorite next up um, another question from Tragar at Tragar what are you thinking about the Dark Days slash Metal series so far I'm intrigued I'm intrigued um, I've been trying to kind of keep up with it from afar and uh, uh, you know the the concept is uh, is really grabbed me so uh, you know I can't wait to see where they go with it I'm very, very curious, um, and I want to. I want to check out more. I think it's pretty good. The art's all right, and um, you know, everybody knows I'm not a huge DC fan, but you know what? You have my attention, and also you have my other. Uh, is that what's that movie? Is that from? Is that from Django Unchained? I didn't see that. Shit's violent, man. Anyway, next up, um, Mad Mike says, who is the least likable member of the Doom Patrol? Well, uh, is, is Dr. Doom, is Dr. Doom a member of the, uh, the Doom Patrol? I mean, that kind of stands to reason. Are they named after him? Is Doom Patrol a fancy name for, uh, the Doom Bots? We got it. We got to look this up. All right, let's check it out. I don't know why, but I typed that all in caps, and not even like the quick way. I held down the shift key the whole time. Out of my mind. All right, Doom Patrol, Doom Patrol. Well, that just looks like low-rent X-Men. What is this? Um, okay, are they DC Comics, Vertigo, Young Animal? Uh, this is the beginning of the end of the Doom Patrol. Paul Kupperberg? Paul Kupperberg's Doom Patrol. No, he sounds nice. Yeah, I don't think you can have the last name Kupperberg and be a not nice person. Um, let's see here. Isn't there like a list of members of the Doom Patrol and I can make a judgment call? I don't want to say Paul Kupperberg because I like him. Um, uh, you know what? Let's get Let's get a little more specific with our Googling here. One of you out there is into ASMR, and uh, you're really you're really digging that. 
Um, here we go. List of Doom Patrol members. Why wasn't that linked? Okay, the Chief Elastigirl, Negative Elastigirl, Negative Man, Robot Man, Mento, Beast Boy, Celsius Tempest, Negative Woman, Robot Man, Larry Trainer, Lodestone slash the Pupa. Hmm. Karma, Scott Fisher, The Chief slash The Head, Crazy Jane, Rebus, Dorothy Spinner, Danny the Street, The Bandage People, Charlie the Doll, Coagula, Alice Wired for Sound, The False Memory, Robotman, Fever Freak, Kid Slick, Beast Boy, Dr. Light, Elongated Man, Metamorpho, Fast Forward, Robotman. Now, that's twice on the same team. The Chief, Elastigirl, Negative Man, Robotman again, Grunt, Nudge, Vortex, Faith, Beast Boy, Bumblebee, Mento, and Vox. The Chief, Elastigirl, Negative Man, Robotman, Jesus. Nudge, Grunt, Bumblebee, Black Hole, Memento, nope, that just says Mento. Crazy Jane, Danny the Street, Ambush Bug, Ambush Bug? Come on, you're not even trying. Element Woman, Robotman again, The Chief, Celsius, Tempest, Negative Woman, Scorch, Karma, Elasta Woman, and Negative Man. Oh, so Negative Woman and Negative Man were on the team at the same time. That's great. That's great. I think you can tell by my intonation, Robotman. I have just... Who gives a crap about Robotman? Cliff Steele, go screw. I'm sorry I used such strong language about Robotman. But you know what? I feel strong about it. So thank you, Mad Mike. That question was um, by Mad Mike. Did I mention that? At Mad Mike 4883. He's a, he's a diamond. He's, he's just a sugary man. Just a big ball of good. All right. Um, next up, Golden Saucer Guy. Golden Saucer Guy. He is uh, he is a friend of the show, but has not uh, has not necessarily been on the show. But he's been good for the show. He's the one who put together. Um, no, he's not. Uh, he supported when uh, when I was on Three Rivers Comic Con panel. Uh, Dan Greenwald actually put that together, but uh, he was uh, he was working at that con and was a big help to our cause. So, uh, Gold Saucer Guy asks, "I have an eight-hour trip coming up. What trades would you recommend that are good for a long story arc?" You know what? Uh, just pick up Rising Stars. I love Rising Stars. At least I have in the past. I haven't read it recently. So I'm not sure how well it holds up, but you know, go get Rising Stars, written by J. Michael Straczynski. I think that's the order. Um, it's a lot of fun. It's a it's a good good book. I just recently recommended that to friend of the show Corey um, at CJ McThunder. So that's that's my answer. Rising Stars. It is a very very long comic, and um, but it's got a great beginning, middle, and huge story arc. So thank you, thank you. Uh, at Golden Saucer Guy. I greatly appreciate that. Rising Stars. Next up. Um, best comic to give someone who has never read a comic before? Saga? Saga. I mean, if they have never read a comic before uh, and they are an older individual, then there's probably a reason. They're not interested in superheroes. They're looking for something a little more... Um, a little more, something with a little more oomph to it. So as long as they're okay with graphic, graphic things, um, including both language and sex parts and lovingly rendered peens, lovingly rendered robot peens, 
then Saga is the one to give them. They will, they'll love it. They'll get right into it. The art, the writing, it's the tops. Um, if not, say they're a younger person. Say they are a, a child and they are very interested in certain characters. Um, for instance, I got into X-Men because I love the X-Men cartoon. And then the the comics followed suit. Um, say they're into Star Wars. They really like the bad guys. Maybe get them a Darth Vader comic. I don't know. I'm just spitballing. Uh, young Spider-Man. You know, they've got teenage Spider-Man. There's, there's just, there's Marvel for all ages. And if you want to get him into it some other way, the Lego movies are a great place to start. Um, so, yeah. Next up. Uh, this question is for Watson the Cat. Meow? That's from at to Zeke. Well, Watson? Zeke asks, Meow? You heard it here first. There's his answer. I hope. Uh, I hope that's. I hope that's what you're looking for. Um, and uh, and you know what, folks? I think that's a good stopping point. I, I, I honestly, I can't top that. I can't. Um, I mean, Watson is just. He put it so succinctly, and he put it so well that I just. I've got to wrap it up. Folks, thank you, thank you so much for listening. It's huge. It means the world to me. Thank you, thank you so very much. Um, if you would like more Panel Riot, more is available. Head on over to panelriot.com. From there, you can do all manner of things, including donating to the cause. There has never, ever been a better time to become a Patreon supporter of Panel Riot. You'll have my undying gratitude as well as a few Patreon exclusives. Weird, weird recordings. I'm just... There's outtakes, there's things read in Batman Void. You just you just want to go check it out. And you only get that if you are a Patreon supporter. Just go to panelriot.com, click the link that says Patreon, and go from there. You'll join the pantheon of supporters currently helping the show run smoothly with their hard-earned dollars. To that end, our sincere thanks to Ed Burke at EdBurke37, Ellen Shergay at Coyotitude, Meredith Staten at Mare Bear Doodles, The Great at Sorgatron, John Carmen at Carmen Avenue, and our intern Stan fan level patrons, producer TJ at TEE Square with a three, you know it, and producer Corey at CJ McThunder on a scale of one to ten. They are the best! You can find us on Panel Riot. I'm at DJ Lunchbox. No, I said all that wrong. You can find us on Twitter at Panel Riot. I'm at DJ Lunchbox. And you can also follow Internet Sensation and Panel Riot intern Stan at intern Stan. You can also follow our wonderful sponsor, the Petri family at Petri Wine. Finally, I do want to say something here. Um, Watson does not have a Twitter page yet. He is a liar who said he set it up when he didn't set it up. And uh, Zeke at to Zeke, um, who asked uh, the question um, and he posited it too at Watson the Cat. At Watson the Cat is a clothing line who hasn't tweeted since 2015. They are shiftless layabouts. They do not deserve the title of Watson the Cat. Come on. Our show is available anywhere fine podcasts are sold, including iTunes. You can also head over, head on over to panelriot.com and click the link that says most recent episode. It does what it says it do. 
Now it's easier than ever to listen to the riot. For Android users, you can now hear Panel Riot on Google Play Music. Go and check that out, and we are everywhere else. Stitcher, Spreaker. If you want to listen to it somewhere, you probably can. I want to know what you think of the show. Specifically, I would love to have your questions. Please email us, panelriot at gmail.com. Tell me what you're reading, what you like, what you don't like. And if your question was not answered on this week's episode, stay tuned. We got a massive, massive amount of questions. There will be more. I promise you there will be more. Stay tuned for part three. Thank you for listening, True Believers. And remember, we're all in this Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. Let's go out to the lobby. Let's go out to the lobby. Let's go out to the lobby and have ourselves some wine. Petri wine.